This is WWE Hall of Famer, The Think, Howard Finkel, and you're listening to the Nerd Coalition. Welcome to... No Gimmicks Needed! Yes! 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 If you can survive, if I let you... To be the man! You gotta beat the man! Woo! The kids do big that sucker. Do I have everybody's attention now? Welcome back to the No Gimmicks Needed Wrestling Podcast. I'm your host, Mr. A&D, and joining me finally, man, we are back on here. It's not Deion Sanders for primetime. Yo, yo. Yeah, and then he'll be coming in a little bit later, and that is uh, the man, the myth, the reality, the revolutionary freshman flow. So we got, uh, it's, it's, first of all, it's, it's good to hear from y'all back on the wrestling podcast. I know it's been a while. I know it's been a little inconsistent. I know people out there has been asking uh, for, by the way, Prime, we got a request. Uh, what is it? Somebody asked, he said, please, can you and Prime do a review on that Thriller 40 documentary when it comes out. I said, shit, no problem. Cool. I, about to say, I, I know you're going to... I, I know you're going to check it out. You're probably going to probably go to the open premiere. So, I already know... If, it's, gonna, if, it's, if it's the same one, then maybe. Okay, well, I'm just saying... I just know you're going to see it, right? Yeah, yeah but I'm saying I don't know if it's the same one or not that I saw. Okay, yeah, so... Yeah, we... we I'm like, you know me and Prime will talk about anything, Mike. So, you know, we, we definitely going to do that. So, I was like, oh, uh, re- request heard. Okay. And I also said that we're going to review Good Burger too. I I, I hope I hope you don't mind me putting your name in there like that. But I, I figured, why not? Oh, wait, me? Me and you. What a podcast. Uh, I mean, you know, hopefully y'all got good things to say. Because, uh, you know, Paramount, I, I love working for Paramount. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Mes- message received, bro. Thank you very much. <laughs> Me- mother- message mm-hmm. Brian, Brian, please. I love you, Brian. Yeah. We're good. We're good, Brian. We're cool. good. We're good. All right. Namaste, any Brian. Brian Robbins. Okay. Yep. Good. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> so, we're good. Don't worry. Don't worry. We'll talk later. So, but yeah. Uh, so, so, but. Anyway, to sum all that up, I'm glad to have you back on here. So, we got some things to talk about. Well, what a weekend we had. And what a week we had in wrestling. Uh, Crown Jewel was on Saturday. And sorry, Raven, I have my thoughts on that. Ric Flair's was in his damn mind. I have my thoughts on that. Me, me and Quadro was actually going at it in the, uh, <laughs> in the chat a little bit about that. I was like, what the fuck is you talking about? And uh, <laughs> we got... Uh, NXT had, I think, the best show of the week, almost. If I if I go over my head, and then it, there's a documentary that I gotta talk about that they released in the dead of night, and I'm just like, I thought it was a very damn good documentary. So before we get into that, make sure you guys uh check out the No Give Me See the Wrestling podcast, check out the Nerd Gas and Talk podcast, Turntables, Hip Hop Culture, and Beyond, and Drunk Thoughts Sober Tongues. Also, 
my main man Primetime, not only does he help us out at the Nerd Coalition, he has his own podcast going on, the Prime Nostalgia Podcast with him and his boy Lee Boy TV. Hey, yo, Prime, what's going on with the what's going on with the podcast? What's going on with that? Can you give us an update? We're trying to wait for this straight so we start dropping episodes. Okay, that's good. Yeah, I about to say I I, I don't think the meeting went as planned like it was a couple weeks ago. I was like, come on, we we, we need another meeting, y'all. Come on now. Come on. I mean, I I want them to get what they I want them to get what they want to get or what they need to get, you know, and, and pay people right. That that's definitely what that's definitely what I want. You know what I'm saying? But then, you know, there, there's the selfish biases and be like, come on, y'all, finish up Deadpool three, you know, <laughs> shit like that. But uh, neither here or there, yeah. So make sure check that out. Also, uh, when it comes to Q Flow and his music, make sure you guys check out wherever you guys get your music from. Trust me, when he does come back, he'll promote it himself. But we're gonna have to get up into the first. The first thing I want to start off with is this. So on Saturday, we had, I think this is the fifth crown jewel that we've had. Uh. Cause it's two shows a year, but the Crown Jewel started the, the, the fifth Crown Jewel event that they that they have had in uh, Riyadh, Saudi Arabia, and uh, I have to say, I'm gonna say this right now. This, in my personal opinion, I don't know how you guys feel about it. This was one of the weaker Crown Jewel shows that I've seen. I often felt well, the card already was weak because it was just like regular singles matches we've seen on Raw. That, that's what it felt like a like a little bit of like like a glorified raw show in a little bit and i was like uh and you know to be honest with you a lot of shit i mean other than other than the opening match the opening match that was the match of the night and i even think that like logan paul and mysterio had um a good match also but a lot of it was just there the same mm-hmm. and uh, they didn't really build build excitement for uh let's say for me but um we 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 going to, we going to get into it. I did not watch any pre show so I didn't see Sami Zayn taking on JD JD McDonough but uh they kick off Crown Jewel with Seth freaking Rollins taking on Drew McIntyre for the World Heavyweight Championship. I don't know if y'all peeped when Seth when Seth first came out and he almost tripped on the ring steps, but he saved himself. That was great. Yeah, he almost tripped on the ring steps. Yeah, like like, like from, from his jacket and shit, he uh was covered up and he tripped. He was like, oh, he was like, oh, he didn't do it. But I was like, bro, because that would have mm, that would have been a meme if he actually tripped. But if you go back and look at it, he all he almost tripped getting into the ring. Uh. <laughs> Just to give you all some quick highlights, because I did I did take notes on the whole thing. Drew uh, blocks a dive that Seth was doing to the outside, hits a run of overhead belly to bellies to Seth on the outside. Seth is back in the ring, hits a springboard swan tie, and then goes to the other side, hits a springboard moon. So I thought that was kind of dope. Then uh, when the the, the, the turn of match came, when Seth goes for that superplex Falcon's arrow, but Drew when he about to go for the Falcon arrow part, Drew turns into a brain buster. Then he gives a. <clears throat> Uh, Seth the spine buster on the outside like on the steel steps because you know they gotta keep talking about this backstory and everything like that they give him a sidewalk slam on the on the apron Seth hits the pedigree I don't like how he uses the pedigree as a setup move but he does it goes for the stomp and then uh, but Drew hits another uh, belly to belly Drew goes for a claymore but gets super kicked and then gets stomped but then Drew kicks out now the fans is really getting up getting them into it 
Seth goes for his Phoenix Splash, misses it, and he gets Claymore to a very, very near fall of three. Drew goes for it again, but gets super kicked. He tries one more time, jumps over Seth, gets pedigreed, then stomped again, and Seth Rollins retains. I don't think we had any kind of worry that we knew that Drew uh, Seth Rollins was going to retain the Warrior Championship because this 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 match is going to have to be the one that's going to really get Drew over the edge to like get that heel turn out of him. But I thought, in my personal opinion, this is the match of the night. How'd you feel about that, Prime? Or at least if you saw any highs or heard about it. But in my personal opinion, this was the match of the night. Yeah, from what I heard, it was um, you know, pretty ma- uh, match of the night. Uh, a lot of people thought Priest was gonna cash in. I didn't think so because Priest came out there looking pretty. Okay, he had all this makeup. I said Priest ain't clashing in right now. Yeah, Damian Prince out there. Yeah. It's just <laughs> crazy. And, you know, he, as it said, he did come out there and catch. He he as. For Seth Rollins is not even like visibly beat down. He just like I had a long, I just had a decent match, and uh, he he comes out there. I'm like, bro, are you serious? He's still kind of he, he ain't fresh, man. He he ain't like you know, it's taking a lot a lot out of him. No, he comes out there and then as he's about to cash it in, some guy in the hoodie comes in and takes him out. It's Sami Zayn. So, mm-hmm. in my opinion, the next match. God, it had to be the worst match in uh, uh I'm sitting here scrolling through the car. I'm trying to see was anything worse than this. And no, this is this the worst match of the night. They had the Fatal Five Way for the Women's World Championship. Rhea Ripley versus Nia Jax versus Shayna Baszler versus Sophie Starks versus Raquel Rodriguez. I don't So I don't. Did you see the the uh, chat of when I was talking about who everybody looked like? No. <laughs> oh, did you you? God, I wish you had seen this because I was like, why Nia Jax come out here looking like Stony Jackson? I was like, if y'all don't know who Stony Jackson is, look it up, because that's exactly what that almost Jericho looked like when she came out there. And then you had. Shannon Baszler came out there in the whole Ryu get up. And then Raquel, uh, Raquel came out there and looked like she was part of Los Matadores. And Raquel, she had on like the, the Britney uh, thing. The what? The Britney Spears outfit. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I, I missed that. But yeah, she, she had it. Zoe starts coming out there and looked like she just woke up. I was just like, well, she just rolled over. I was like, oh, shit, I got a match. And Rhea Ripley, she has this elaborate entrance that, in my personal opinion, I was like, I get it. She's the star. She deserves an entrance, but it just didn't fit her character. You know what I'm saying? They had all the Saudi Arabia. Nah, rapists. you know what it was? What, what, what was it? They they said, uh, ah, you know what? Never mind. Never mind. It's a little too vulgar for this. Okay, for you know what? Pod. If it is too vulgar, I'll cut it, but I got to hear what you're going to say. So, you know how, um, you know how, like, the, they say like the 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 rich guys in Saudi Arabia will pay a lot for uh, hot women. Yes, yeah. To like, yeah. Oh. So it was one of those things. It's like she's the hot chick, so they're coming to be weird. Oh, okay, I was I, 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 I came. I was like, I don't get 
why she Yeah, has I thought she was about to say something. I thought she was going to say something like that's going to be Heather or something. Yeah, oh, know. damn. Okay, <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Come on now. They ain't saw the river. That's that. Like, they don't do that there. <laughs> we ain't acting. I'm just saying, but you, you, you were there. And first of all, when the hell Byron Sex started doing, like, the uh, interest announcing? When he started, when did he not do it? Because he, he was doing it in Saudi Arabia throughout the whole show. And I was just you like... You know what? Because Samantha Irvin, they're not for that. Samantha wasn't going? Yeah. Oh, that... Okay, I mean, it, that that's fair. But I, I just... Okay. It, I, it, has, it must have been because, like, you know, because her belief, like, that she didn't want to go. Uh, no, maybe Ricochet said, nah, you good. You know, <laughs> you, you, you good. I was like, why the fuck is, you know, Byron Colonel Sanders, uh, you know what I'm saying? Uh, cause he had that white suit on. I was like, why is he out here? Where's Samantha? Which, by the way, side note, did y'all check out their tattoo video? Nope. Her, her Ricochet? I did. You did? Yeah, I was watching, I was watching it, and I like Samantha's tattoos. And you, you, you know what she said, Prime, or the future, future, the future tattoo that she wants? <laughs> the temptations. She already got the. Uh, <laughs> she already got the um. Uh, what's the group she got? The Beatles. Yeah, the Beatles on her arm. She got Michael Jackson on her leg, and she got Diana Ross on her on her wrist. Yeah. Why would? You, which 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 version? Of what? Diana Ross. Like with the afro. Like, like the short afro or the like I'm coming out. I want the oh, world. To okay, 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 okay. <laughs> when she said she wanted to get, I'm just saying Diana in the wiz and Diana later looks completely different. Yeah, so. think of double platinum. Oh, okay, that's not bad. Then. Yeah, think of double platinum. I just recently watched it and I'm sick of Have You Ever. They play Have You Ever like five times. <laughs> I'm not kidding. <laughs> so they have a oh yeah, but yeah, she wanna get temptations. Um the, and Ricochet got a Wu Tang tattoo, but he act like he didn't want to say nothing. I was like, I see that W, bro. Next <laughs> next to that LL Cool J microphone he got on there. But um <laughs> Yeah, they uh Tower Doom spot, you know, to Zoe Starks. Nigel Starks, she tried to go for a Bonja drop, but like she tripped on the like she tripped. This, this whole match was really just like kinda like like a mess. But where Rhea was actually trying to give it her all a little bit, Raquel hits a bad Tejano bomb on Nia Jax. Rhea Ripley hits a rip tie on Shane. Come on now. Come on now. It's Nia Jax. Uh, Still, but I'm just saying. But you know, you got yeah, like she. How she gonna get her? Yeah, like she about to be able to like power her. Up no, but there. she. But now I was going for the bonsai trap, but she went up there and got underneath there. I'm just like, if she can at least just get her up there to hold her, up there on the bounce, but she couldn't get get up there to hold her. Oh, what do you mean? I mean, Naya has to you know cooperate as well. <laughs> you think they, 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 she's sandbagging her? Maybe could be. I'm just saying. Oh, uh, <laughs> so we get a riptide on Shayna Baszler. And then Rhea hits a riptide to Zoe Starks uh, while she's on the top rope. And Raquel tries to cover Shayna while this is happening. But then she hits a riptide right on top of all the women and just pins Shayna and wins the matchup. It was 
rather forgettable. Cause you, who, you, we ain't losing to these women. No disrespect, I'm just saying. But y'all haven't done, done great to build them up. You know, and I was just like, and I was like, please. In this whole Nia Jax thing, I was like, God, why? You know, why is she bad? I but, did see the botch where like Zoe starts jumping on them and like the cameraman fell, or she hit the cameraman. Yeah, I was. Uh, yeah, well, that was unfortunate. Then we get a thing that, that let's yeah, say see, but, I ain't even I ain't even watched this match, bro. Like, I'm gonna be real. I don't, I don't know what I missed. This pay per view was trash, bro. But we yeah, I didn't even watch this show. So <laughs> yeah. gonna, I, I I agree. I you, you I, I I said at the beginning. I said this is the weakest crown jewel that they've had, and I was like, I just wasn't. It was the weakest card that they had <laughs> it, 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 this no, year. It, it was because it, because after this matchup, I was just like, all right, I'm not taking extensive notes anymore because I I was I was doing it, and I like okay, I want to be 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 able to talk and talk more about it that I that that I could, but it wasn't coming to me. Uh, War Games come back to Survivor Series, so that's a bonus. Uh, is, that, is that confirmed? Yes, they confirmed it. I think so. It's going to be War Games. Like they had the whole uh, preview for it. They should have just waited. They could have, yeah. To win, like the actual show. No, no, waited until there was something to where they announced it. Because now when they announce it, we already know whoever, whatever four men, we already just automatically Oh, know. oh, oh, you, you mean like how Wayne Rick used to come out and say war games type thing, right? Yes, yeah. Gotcha, yeah. War games. Yeah, I don't know. Because before he would announce, sometimes you wouldn't even know like the four, like the, the eight people that would be in it. It'd just be like out of nowhere sometimes. Oh, yeah, but, you're right, but no. Not the main watch. They said they, they had the whole, you know, locked in the cage and. This, this, this. I'm gonna up, up. Here come war games. It's bad. And you hear the siren and all that shit. So, next up is Solo Sokoa taking on John Cena, which I, I don't know if y'all heard my predictions, but I was talking to Quattro and I was just like, he was like, John Cena. I said, John Cena, John Cena get his ass whooped. That's what happened. John Cena comes in here. He takes the heat. You know, at this, at, at he gives him. He, he takes most of the heat. Solo gave him like 18 fucking Samoa spikes. John Cena still calling out spots after the 18 spikes. And that was it. It wasn't a, it wasn't, I mean, it wasn't a, uh, a squash match, but I mean, like, glorified 16 minutes of that. And then at the end, Solo won cleanly. He just kept giving Cena Samoa spike. He just kept jabbing it in his throat until he just lost. So, and then Cena starts getting up and then. Michael Cole tried to sell a commentary like that's the last time we've seen John Cena. I'm like, the greatest of all time. Yeah, you know, a that, legend in the field. Like, yeah, we get it. Yeah, we Cole. get it. Like, Cena be back, but right now he he sniffed that that strike about to come over soon. He about to go back to work. So, see y'all. Miss TV. Okay, please. I don't have my wife here. Did anybody see the segment with Miss TV? I did when not. When he brought no. out that, when he brought out that no, person, and I was like, what is this guy's name? It's Ibrahim Al. That just sounds. That just sounds like you just said it wrong. Are you sure? Yeah, yeah. I'm already looking at him. Yeah. Is it not Abraham? No, it's Ibrahim. How do you? I B R A. Like, what do you? It's Ibrahim. All right. Look. Abraham starts with an A. Like, what do we? Ibrahim. Don't that start with an E? No, it starts with an I. 
So I'm confused. I don't know. We know that I'm first, the translator here. Like, stop it. His name is Ibrahim. <laughs> at first, I was I was real ignorant. I was just like, yo, is that DJ Khaled coming down? Like, I, I glanced, and I was like, okay. So since they just fired Mansoor, we gotta have another Saudi Arabian person. I know. Coming here to beat the court, and it really it was in there him doing Miss TV. Then Grace Waller comes out to turn Miss TV to the Grace Waller effect, and for for him and the Miz, for this which guy is the better show jump, by the way. Say what? Yeah, it is to jump Grace Waller, and I was just like, as the Rock showed up on Miz TV. Well, no, he didn't show up on Grace. I meant John Cena. Darn it, I said the Rock. I mean, John Cena been been on uh, Miz TV. Though. He has. Oh, all right, yeah, yeah never mind. United States Championship match: Rey Mysterio versus Logan Paul. Logan Paul, he's writing. Uh, I know you will probably know that the guy. match I was waiting for. <laughs> I don't know what car that it was that he was riding through the desert, but they riding through the streets of Saudi Arabia to make his entrance on. But uh, he had a decent entrance. Uh, I have in my notes here though. Paul is good. Damn it, because he was good. I, yep. I, I, I can't even hate on Logan Paul no more when it comes to his wrestling skills. Like the, he picks it up real quick. He knows how to be an asshole. He'll know that we're going to hate him. And I, he's good at that. Fuck him. But he's good at that. There was one part in the match where Ray Mysterio and almost killed himself. Where he goes for a springboard moonsault. And he I don't know if Logan Paul was trying to catch him. But he lost his balance. Or Ray went too low. But Ray almost got his head spiked into the mat. But Logan caught him and, like, just saved him before he hit the ground and then came back up and turned into a power slam. I was like, my hat's off to you, Mr. Paul, for that. Because you did save Ray Mysterio because you probably wouldn't know anybody would have probably gotten your ass if, if he got hurt and they would have blamed it on him. Just saying. Uh, <clears throat> Ray has a sunset power bomb from, uh, from the top and then hits a cold red. And then, as Paul kicks out, his one of his entourage people, one of these motherfuckers, come put the brass knucks on his fingers. He tries to go and hit Mysterio with it, but Mysterio kicks him, and then they fall outside the ring. His friend tries to go back to the other side and get him, but then the cameraman did a good job because you see a foot come down the brass knucks. It's Santos. Santos is out there and chases the chases the uh, his entourage away, but then Paul gets the brass knucks again. Oh. No, no, no! Hold up! Don't just skip that. Did you know there's a there's an agenda going on? What's the agenda? They saying they saying Santos dropped it there on purpose. Oh, God. they say he dropped them knuckles right there on purpose. And if you slow it down, if you see the slowdown recap, I mean the little slowdown replays that everybody got on the online. Santos, he looked. He looked that man. Did he look? Uh, whoever that crony was, dead in the face. Took them brass knuckles, just placed them nice on the, on the on the on the apron, apron, and went to chase them. They saying they saying he he set up right. You know that that is not a bad conspiracy to you know to, to think about. To be honest with you, that's, that's not a bad conspiracy at all. So with that happening, Bray hits the six one nine. Then he goes for the springboard. Uh, Logan Paul hits him with the one lucky punch with the brass knucks and wins the United States Championship. We, saw, I knew that was coming, but the match was fine. And damn, Logan Paul, man, go go go, go ahead, Q. I know you enjoyed the match, right? At least that one. 
Yeah, yeah, it was a good. It was I was waiting on this one, and yeah, <laughs> uh, he, he's good, man. He's good, but like we all, I, I think a lot of us all saw this happening because it's like, dude, he's not going to keep losing. He's going. They're going to give him a quick little title run. Granted, he's a transitional champion. I don't know how long it's going to I mean, take. He's going to barely be there, and he'll be on the show every week. Yeah, but I mean, you know, it just it, it opens up opportunities for somebody new to get a title. Probably, a lot of probably Ricochet. No, yeah, no, people. I was mm, yeah. I about to say, hold on, that that's a Ricochet's on Raw, ain't he? Yeah, that's a SmackDown title. Uh huh. Ricochet ain't getting that. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. L.A. Knight, Kevin Owens is the opportunities are endless. Yeah, I mean, he won that. He got his little moment, but yeah. He ain't keeping it tight. Because we, we, we don't need two absentee titles on SmackDown. Especially the mid-card ones. Yeah. I'm about to say, it's bad enough, be, bad enough we ain't got Roman. So, uh, And, I, and I, I don't blame Roman Reigns, the person for this. I blame the company and their booking and their handling of it. Women's Championship match, Bianca Belair taking on EO Scott. So I put it in the chat. I know y'all, because you, Q said relax. I was like, so is EO about to go meet up with Marcus Houston for, for you guys serve battle? Because that's what it looked like she was wearing. That's what it looked like back in the early 2000s when they used to get the Asian chicks like this. Hey, yo, you better come dance with a Marion. Oh, yeah. She looked like leader to me. With the baggy pants on and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Then Quattro said that she, you know, she had to go take Frank from Bailey's pants. Who came out there looking like double platinum herself? Mm-hmm. Uh, these women have good matches, got because uh, they, they they had a great one in Puerto Rico at at, at that backlash. Uh, <clears throat> Billy comes out and try to, to to distract Bianca. Bianca goes for the for, goes to take Billy goes to the KOD on the outside, but then this mysterious woman pops up, and for those who know, they know it's Kyrie Zane. And she gave Bianca a back fist. Then uh, she attacks her. Then, then she throws. And then Bianca's out. And the referee's counting. Then when, then when right when it's like 9.5, Bianca rolls into the ring. As she's rolling into the ring, EO Sky hits her moonsault and wins the matchup. After the match, they start jumping Bianca. And we get that beautiful elbow by Kyrie Zane on the Bianca Belair. And Bailey looks in shock because for those who don't know, Bailey is the one that beat up Kyrie Zane uh, before she left. So it's like her allegiance goes to EO Sky, but you know EO Sky and Bailey is damage control. So we're gonna see what happens because they're not going. They shouldn't have her just team up with Bailey after what what Bailey did to her. So. Which y'all think is going to be happening? That's the big story coming out of this match. Uh, might be like the Sky Pirates. I mean, I'm pretty sure they're going to be like a fact, like a four person faction for a while, and then um, even with Bailey after what Bailey did to Kyrie, because because Michael kept bringing yes. it up on commentary. Yes, I, that's that's what I said for a while, and then they either add Oscar or Saray, not to be. That person, but they're gonna do something similar to the Kabuki Warriors. I can already tell you. Yeah, I mean, so they was don't it, add Oscar. What, what, what was the Oscar EO and her sister back in the day? Back in the day, they, uh, well, 
I don't know. I know in NXT, it was EO and Kari. That was the Sky Pirates. Yeah. And then, obviously, the Kabuki Warriors. But I'm like, now, if you do that now, you're going to have the Kabuki Warriors be the tag champions and EO be the main champion. Where that cool? I can see that. Yeah, and they are in actual tag team. Yeah, like I said, you can kick Bailey out. They might kick Bailey and uh, Dakota out. Exactly. Now, would they keep the name Damage Control? No, they'll probably be. <laughs> Never mind. Uh oh, see, you, you, about to say, you about to say something drawing. You about to say something drawing. Next up, we get Cody Rose taking on Damian Priest, which nothing's on the line. I'm like, it would have probably brought more drama if the Money in the Bank briefcase is on the line, but it's not. And Cody comes off a table, and he tries to go for a crossroads on the table, but Priest hits a reckoning, which is just a crossroads, on the table to Cody. Uh, Cody goes back in the ring and then he hits a crossroads to Priest in the ring. He kicks out. Finn Balor comes out to interfere, but uh, but the referee blocks him, which leads him to JD. But then uh, Cody hits him. Then Priest is inside from heaven, closed uh, choke slam. Cody kicks out of that one. Dom comes out with a chair and then Jay Uso with the forces come out there with that straight super kick right to Dom's face and clears house so nobody can, can nobody can interfere in the matchup. Cody gets the Cody cutter from the top. They just kick out, but then Cody does. See, I, I, I know some may like it, but the, the whole three crossroads things, I, I, I'm not a big fan of that. But Cody hits the, the three back-to-back-to-back crossroads on Damian Priest and wins the matchup. Cody's still over, but uh, I I personally just like, I, I don't know. I think it softens the move when you do it the, the three times in a row. I think it's one. It's, it's not softening, but it's like I don't know how to. It's like uh, I want to say it's rude, but it's like I feel like it's rude more than anything. Uh huh. Cause like it's like oh yeah, I'm gonna just I'm gonna just use three crossroads in a row. Even though you can simply you can easily do this to like actual people, but he don't. He also do it to like the mid carters or the you know. I didn't expect him to win like this though. Who? Cody. It, with, with all I thought the, I, I seen all the, the the shenanigans come from Judgment Day. Yeah, but I I I just assumed um, Sammy was gonna come out. Hey, got your briefcase and distracting. Hmm. Because he stole his briefcase. So. Yeah, fair. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, I I think the briefcase should have been on the line, but I do I. I don't know. It was, it was a raw match to me, and I'm just, it was just for them to be able to, to come out there and cheer Cody. Who's gonna be Saudi Arabia gonna be mad at that? I ain't gonna be. They gonna be mad at that. Shit, let's go out there and cheer Cody. All right, main event time, which is the main event that all of us seen blind, and we knew what was gonna happen, and that is the uh, Roman Reigns taking on L.A. Knight. Yeah. Yeah. As wrestling fans, if we all knew that Elliot Knight wasn't winning this match, correct? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They, yeah. They, they made him look good. I, I mean, they, they made him have you know be be competitive and do all. 
get all his shit in against Roman at that jumping tie rope uh, superplex and the near fall, stuff like that. Jimmy even came out and uh, tried to strike an alien. They beat him up. And he then, on the injured uh, reserve list, though. Say what? He on the injured reserve list. Who, J- Jimmy Uzo? Yeah. I don't know why. Uh, like, he, he even backdrops uh, Jimmy Uso through the announce table. To take takes him out. Roman hits LA Knight with a spear through the barricade, rolls him back in, hits a spear in the ring, and he wins. Mm-hmm. That's that's all she wrote. That's what everybody knew was going to happen. And I'm like, Roman ain't losing that championship until he loses to Cody at Mania 40 here in Philly, night two. That's what's going down. Then Roman can take his vacation because, you know, I don't know if y'all heard the rumors about why. Vacation? What you mean? <laughs> I'm just, I mean, I don't know if y'all been hearing the rumors about why Roman's taking so much time off. And I'm like, if the rumor is true, it makes sense. But then, like I say, I don't blame Roman for this. I blame WWE for this. Because they were saying that, you know, they don't know if his body can handle too much of the bump, especially like with the with them cancer scars. Because just because you were in remission don't mean your body didn't, you know, go, go through it. Mm-hmm. And, it, it, you know, it's hard to you know, to wrestle after that. So I can understand needing all this, like he signed a deal to get all, him all this time off after, you know, me and stuff like that. But him having the belt is causes absentee champion stuff. And I understand what they what they want to do and everything like that, but it's it I'm sorry to get I'm sorry to get kinda of sick of the, the 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 bloodline stuff, Jimmy Uso stuff. I'm like I really want this shit to be at a complete end by WrestleMania. Complete end. But I have to agree with y'all. Crowd Joe wasn't that great. I didn't really enjoy myself. Yes. I know other people might have, but I uh I didn't enjoy myself too much at all. So and Q already said it was shit. Yeah, I I generally enjoy this pay per view. No, and I was like, uh, something to watch on a Saturday, but that was not like, even. He said it not even. Mm-hmm. I, you know, honestly, I, I, I like Mike, like Mike said, I want to be where you are. <laughs> I I would def I would have definitely enjoyed that. I definitely would enjoy that show. So. All right. Uh, can I start with my super fan? Oh yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. No, I was just out to say. So, on Peacock, which I, you know, afterwards, WWE had this documentary that they, they was coming out with a couple years ago. I want to say, in twenty twenty one, I want to say, called Super Fan: The Story of Vladimir. For those who know who Vladimir is, and I, I'm, I, I'm gonna say, if anybody has watched wrestling in the '90s, has seen this guy. If you look him up, you see him because he's a fan that's always in the front row. And if you, and if you guys know the wrestling shows now, you know they got their super fans. Those are people that you see every event that they like right there in the front row. And remember, EC, I, I don't know. If, uh, Prime was this, but remember ECW? They had the uh, the hat guy, the straw hat guy, that was always there. <clears throat> well, Vlad was this guy that was sitting there with a tank top and glasses, and he, <clears throat> excuse me, 
<clears throat> and he had the tank top and glasses. And he was always there in the front row. And even as back in the 80s, when Roddy Piper uh, was asking who his partner should be to, to go up against in Madison Square Garden, because he's from New York, uh, to go his tag team matchup. Oh, God, was it, was it Paul Orndorff or was it? I forgot who it was. And the, and the, the guy came up there and it was like, it's Vladimir. Uh, but he didn't know who his name was. And he was just like, Hulk Hogan. And he's a huge... Hogan fan, I'm not. I'm not judging him over there. I'm just saying, but huge Hogan fan, and I was watching the doc. It's only 37 minutes long. It's not even a long ass documentary. It was only 37 minutes long, but I thought they was going to release it, and they just took it down, and they wasn't. They told me it was going to be scrapped, and now all of a sudden it just came out of nowhere, the blue and peacock, and it just came out, and it was. I have to say, it was one of the best ones they did this year. Uh, about this guy and it showed how all the wrestlers know him how he was going you know he goes like he is just so well versed in this thing and then one thing he has is he is a 60 some year old man that when he watches wrestling he turns back into another kid again that's one thing I don't know if y'all agree with this or not but that's one thing I think that's missing in wrestling now like just to, just to ask a question, would y'all would y'all agree with that? Um, yeah. I'm just saying, I'm just saying because it, so. it, it's a, it's like you know everything got to be so matter of factly, like you know just j- just to be uh, enjoy wrestling for what it is, not to get so caught up into all the backstage or the serious stuff. Just like I love to enjoy wrestling, and this is what it is, and. I get caught up in the characters, and I guess you know they're either to say the magic of it as with this. Well, this is what this guy still has. Mm. I don't know where he works. I don't know how he get on the front row. I, I guess all the the, the front row seats and all that. But just just seeing him and and show they, they showed the pictures of it, and then they they talked about uh, how he wasn't doing too well, and everybody kept thinking he was Russian because he's from. His name is Vladimir, but he's from Haiti. Oh, and I was just like, oh, I didn't, I didn't want to assume, but yeah, he he's from he, he was he was from Haiti and his family and his mother who he loves dearly, and uh, the unfortunate thing was during COVID, his mom passed away. She was uh she got she hurt her hip and she had to go into this nursing home. And you know the nursing homes was a COVID vac. Like it, 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 COVID just lived in the nursing homes, and unfortunately, she was one of those victims of COVID. And he was very hurt by this, and he tried to commit suicide three times. And he said he's going to he was going to a therapist and working it out, but he needs to get back to a show of wrestling. And it was showing his journey there when they finally opened up to twenty some thousand fans for WrestleMania thirty seven. And how he uh, was there and hugging up with all the guys all backstage and everything like that. I said, Dad, I wish I had the time and energy and the money to be a super fan like that. I would, I would love it. And how Triple H and Stephanie uh, gave him the first super fan award 
which is like in in like a the, the WWE Championship belt, like in a plaque type thing. So I was like, okay, we do the award. I said the award is good. He's well des well deserving. But if any of y'all have time to go check that thing out, or like I said. It, or if you just type in his name and you've seen before, like, hey, this is the guy. His documentary finally came out. And I thought, for like I said, for only 37 minutes, a short watch, they got they covered a lot of stuff. I think it's really interesting. I think it's really interesting. And I'm glad that they finally re-released it because <clears throat> I do not like when they have content and they just cancel the whole thing out. So, yeah, it, 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 was, it was a definitely good watch. I recommend anybody go out there. And check that out. Oh, what else I have here on the agenda? Get uh, on the docket, man. AEW. Oh yeah, cause um, your boy fucking Ric Flair. Oh, they are not beating the allegations, huh? Oh, what? What? Oh, there's allegations there. <laughs> WWE Retirement Center. Oh. Bro, I'm, tell, I'm telling you right now, I'm telling me, me and Quattro was, was arguing about this in the chat, y'all. Look, I'm telling you right now, if Sting wasn't retiring, I don't think Tony Khan would bring in Ric Flair. I don't think so, not one bit. And then all of a sudden, he's in here, and I did, this man is trying to take bumps because he wants to get back in the ring, knowing Tony Khan will probably have Rick Flair get back in the ring. Who wants to see that? Who wants to see that? I don't think any of y'all want to see it. Not me. Nope. I, I, know, I know good and damn probably about it. I know good and damn well probably don't want to see that. Like, have we not seen Rick Flair's last match? I didn't. The Jay Lethal match? No, nah, I didn't. Yeah, it, it was Jay Lethal and Jeff Jarrett taking on Andrade and Ric Flair. His last match was a tag match? Yes. When he had a t-shirt on, he tagged with his son-in-law against Jay Lethal and Jeff Jarrett. And when I say Andrade took all the heat, that, no bullshit, Flair almost died in that match. Because he had a concussion. I think it was. And he was knocked, knocked a little bit loopy. And then Tyler Hughes just passing out. This man almost called it a quits and went home to glory in that match. And he wants to do it again. I'm like, please don't let Ric Flair stay. Oh, yeah, yo, go career. home. Like, I, I, I don't understand. I'm sorry, Quarto. Ric Flair name don't be, it, it, it's still a name, but it don't be. Space Mountain is closed. It's closed. It's out. It's never opening back up. I'm sorry. Yo, on my soul, bro. Like, dog, go home. Cause <laughs> now, no, cause now, um, people talking about uh, uh, the reason why Charlotte is in some quote unquote bad booking. It's because they're taking it out on her. Uh, they're taking Flair going to AEW out on her. I'm like, bro, they could give two shits what Flair's doing. 
at AEW. Co- correct. They, they, they already know the only reason that Flair is over there is because WWE would not let him wrestle. You don't think he, he kept, he has asked uh, Vince at the time or even Triple H and one of his best friends, hey, can I wrestle? They No. They seen that shit. And he want to make up for, you, 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 you could have made up for this whole thing if you had just back retired back in 2008 when Shawn Michaels kicked your face off. You could have ended it right there. Flair said no. But Flair fucking said no. And now this man can barely walk. And I'm like, he, it's a possible he can be in a, a, a trios match like that with Sting and Dark. Oh, God, I hope not. I hope not. And at Revolution, when Sting's ready to retire, I hope they don't do the whole, well, because, you know, we, we, we went against each other on Nitro. We went, we went against each other back in the 80s, and we got this long history. Fuck that. Sting can still walk. Flair can't send him home. Probably everything to add to that. Please, yo, send him home, dog. All right, well. All right, the A&E and Flow Show, let's go. That's it. No, but I'm saying, but that's all I had on the docket. What happened to NXT? I thought we was doing NXT. Did I miss that? Oh, no. Did did, did you see Halloween Havoc? Part two? Um, Part two was the uh, Tables, Ladders, and Scares match, right? Oof. Yeah, I did. I did. Sorry. I'm giving the creeds. Listen, I'm giving them a pass. Mm. They just they just came off a banger with Alpha Academy. Okay, I did. So I'm not, giving them a pass. I, I I did not get the chance to see the um the tables last uh, last and scares and uh, how ah uh, overall how was it? Mm, it was like it was like yeah okay. What were the scares? I forgot. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I forgot. so this ain't this ain't helping much at all. So uh I, I I'll probably have to, you know, go back on that on that tomorrow. But that, really that's what that's what I had on the document was that was Crown Jewel and the um the Vlad documentary and uh you No, know, they bought the they already teased the uh, or they 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 sort of teasing, but not teasing. Uh, trick, no. That yeah, Carmelo set him up. Yeah, uh, was the, after Trick came down to, to approach Melo at, uh, at Halloween Havoc, I'm like, uh-oh. Mm-hmm. Whoop that Oh, trick. he know. You said what? I'm saying Trick knows. Oh, yeah, Trick does know that. And I gotta, I gotta be real, man, like, because I don't think I said it on, on the pod, man, but I'm I'm trick. He got me, man. Like I'm sold. Finally, I'm sold, man. Well, Finally. no, I've been sold, but I forgot I, to admit it. I forgot to admit it on here though. But yeah, he got me, man. I've been trying to tell y'all about trick. Y'all wasn't <laughs> hearing me. Y'all wouldn't hear me. I'm like y'all. Y'all want trick net net now? Now all that whoop that trick shit. Now everybody won't be on trick. I've been trying to tell y'all. I've been trying Look, to. man, I'm sold, man. I'm sold. I don't know what to tell you. Look, if if if, if um if Swerve ain't leave, I, y'all would have been on Hit Row too. Before they fucked I've been with Hit Row. I was the only one with Hit Row when Swerve was gone. No, I was still on Hit Row. Prime wasn't on Hit Row no more. I was I was I was oh, still right. on Hit Row. I, I was still on Hit Row. I don't know if you saw on SmackDown B Fab trying to B-Fab. talk to Bobby right now. Mm-hmm. Not who I wanted, but it's all right. You, you, you wanted Bianca, didn't you? Mm-hmm. 
you did. Hey, there, there's a possibility we can still get that. <coughs> there's a possibility that we can still get that. All right, well, I, I just got, I just got, I got to put it on pause right now because look, that's, that's all, that's all we got right now. to your ears welcome to the show we don't need any gimmicks you already know so sit back relax and hit the like button go and share with your friends and keep the likes coming swag on trivia and prompts top five either way it's fun and you're hearing it live join with your host mr a and e yeah you know it's the place to be it's in c